Good morning. It's Thursday, October 11, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Agency says Armstrong encouraged doping. Justice's way race as factor at universities, and Romney given better grades on leadership. In this morning's national headlines, this election, a stark choice in health care. After a meningitis death, loved ones ask why. And two win Nobel for work on how humans sense the world. In today's business headlines, the Dow was down 128 points yesterday. The Nasdaq was down 13. J.P. Morgan risks criminal case over big loss. Equity giants accused of colluding on big deals, and Glaxo to open its data on drug trials to researchers. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Agency Says Armstrong Encouraged Doping. Reported by Juliet Masur. To start what was deemed a new and better doping strategy, Lance Armstrong and two of his teammates on the United States Postal Service cycling squad flew on a private jet to Valencia, Spain in June 2000 to have blood extracted. In a hotel room there, two doctors and the team's manager stood by to see their plan unfold, watching the blood of their best riders drip into plastic bags. The next month, during the Tour de France, the cyclist lay on beds with those blood bags affixed to the wall. The reinfused blood would boost the rider's oxygen-carrying capacity and improve stamina during Armstrong's second of his seven tour victories. The following day, Armstrong extended his overall lead with a swift ascent of the unforgiving and seemingly unending route up Mount Ventoux. At a race in Spain that same year, Armstrong told a teammate that he'd taken testosterone. The teammate warned Armstrong that drug testing officials were at the team hotel, prompting Armstrong to drop out of the race. In 2002, Armstrong summoned a teammate to his apartment in Girona, Spain. He told his teammate that if he wanted to continue riding for the team, he would have to follow the doping program outlined by Armstrong's doctor. The writer said that the conversation confirmed that Lance called the shots on the team and that what Lance said went. During all that time, Armstrong was a hero on two wheels, a cancer survivor who was making his mark as perhaps the most dominant cyclist in history. But Wednesday, in hundreds of pages of testimony from teammates, email correspondence, financial records and laboratory analyses, the United States Anti-Doping Agency, the quasi-governmental group charged with policing the use of performance-enhancing drugs in sports, drew a picture of Armstrong as a cheat, a defiant liar, and a bully who pushed others to cheat with him so he could succeed or be vanquished. The USPS team doping conspiracy was professionally designed to groom and pressure athletes to use dangerous drugs, to evade detection, to ensure its secrecy, and ultimately gain an unfair competitive advantage through superior doping practices, the agency said. A program organized by individuals who thought they were above the rules and who still play a major and active role in sports today. Armstrong has repeatedly denied doping. On Wednesday, his spokesman said Armstrong had no comment. When Armstrong decided in August not to contest the agency's charges that he doped, 
administered doping products and encouraged doping on his tour-winning teams, he agreed to forego an arbitration hearing at which the evidence against him would have been aired. But that evidence, which the anti-doping agency called overwhelming and proof of the most sophisticated sports doping program in history, came out anyway.